Welcome to EdTech Adventures. Join us as we explore the role of technology, STEM, and creative play in education. With expert guests, we'll discover how learning is always an adventure. What's the teacher-student relationship like when someone's learning how to code? Today, we have two very special guests from our online classes, Luca and Ami. Let's dive into how this dynamic duo works together when learning how to code. Luca is 11 years old and resides in Malibu, California. He attends Malibu Middle School, grade six. He plays double-A hockey on a traveling team and is a leading hitter on his major's baseball team. He's a black diamond skier and enjoys swimming and diving. He loves math and science and hopes to be a particle scientist when he grows up. He also plays the trumpet and is learning to play the saxophone. He loves to play chess and backgammon and is a self-professed Marvel and Star Wars geek. So am I, Luca. Now, Luca, can you share why you were interested in learning how to code? I really wanted to explore computer science because I thought like in the future it will be really, really important. Yeah. Why do you think it will be really important? Well, the world, I think, is becoming like technology. Like technology is really growing. And I think that coding will be a big part of that. Yeah, I agree. It's going to be everywhere, right? Yeah. Now, what did it feel like writing your first line of code? Did you write your first line of code when you were doing online classes or had you been trying it out on your own for a bit? Well, actually, before I'd be trying it out a little bit, like before I started the online classes, I was going through a coding website, I think, and I saw Good Combat. I just tried it out a little bit. It was really cool. Oh, so you found our free stuff. Nice. (laughs) So then what got you to go, hey, I want to do online classes? Like what made you make the leap? Well, my mom actually figured out that you could like have teachers online and she has a friend on Code Combat and he helped us do online classes. That's awesome. Yeah. So then you got hooked up with Ami for online classes. What's it like working with Ami on your coding skills? What's the experience like? Well, she's like, she's really patient and she's like, she really makes me feel like she really inspires me to find creative ways to code, like solve bugs and like find new ways to solve a problem. That's awesome. Now, how about Ami? What's it like working with Luca during your online lessons? I cannot thank enough for Luca being my student. And we have a very, very good classes going on. We meet twice a week. And Each time when I am introducing any new concept to Luca, I see that strong mindset towards creative problem solving and critical thinking skills coming out from Luca. And his can-do attitude is the plus plus when we are going in our journey with coding at Code Combat. Gotcha. And Luca, you mentioned that Ami is very patient. That's something you have to practice if you're going to go into coding, right? Yeah, for sure. (laughs) For sure. It's all about like trial and error. What was like the most satisfying thing that you've done where you were like, oh my gosh, this is taking forever, but then you finally got it right. Can you think back to a time when that happened? Well, I think there was this one level on the third like part of Code Combat. Like Uh it was the ending levels, the final level. And I couldn't, I couldn't figure it out in our classes. And then one day I was just kind of like fiddling around. And then I finally found out a way to finish it up. And I'm just like, that was really like satisfying. <laughs> it was really cool. It was like this one level and it was awesome. Yeah. I finally figured out, it took like, it took like a couple of classes and I couldn't figure it out with Amy. And then, and then one day I was just fiddling around at home and then it just came together and it was really cool. 
I remember Luca, what you're talking about. It was it was a really challenging one, and I I had full faith in Luca that he could do it, but I didn't want him to answer directly that hey, this is how you do it because that's where his strength is because he can see how things are working by just looking at the algorithm, by looking at his strategy, and also reading the code. That's what something which. I saw the progress in Luca when he, we started. We started with very simple move here and move there. And now Luca is adding pre-algebra concepts and trigonometric concepts and with in-depth knowledge and where to apply it, when to apply it. So that is something what I see that how Luca has grown throughout the entire journey and using all of the Code Combat products. I'm talking about esports, I'm talking about Code Combat throughout till Python CS5, CS6 levels. And on Right now, Luca is working on Ozaria and he's like, yeah, this is fun. So Luca is like, you know, a, a student who always like to learn the new, new, you know, ways to find the solution in a creative way, you know, and he, he don't get frustrated. Yeah, there are times where it's like, hey, what is something which is missing and what, why this is not working this way? And I was like, well, because we are doing one small little thing which we need to change. And then I was like, okay, let's go step by step. And then when we go step by step, then Luca himself sees that, hey, I should have done this. <laughs> like this one little syntax error yeah i didn't see like i missed a parenthesis i missed like an argument i'm just like i had no idea it wasn't there <laughs> that's so annoying sometimes but it yeah. must have been so satisfying finding it like that last piece of a puzzle right yeah for sure yeah i'm glad you didn't give up now thinking back through all that time you've been spending with ami what's been your favorite part of learning how to code well, actually, like when all the lines of code come together to like make like a system, it's really awesome to see that they all have like unique results. Like if, even if you change like a one line, it pretty much does something different. And it's, I think it's just like really cool how that happens. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like you're thinking like a scientist, you know, you're, you're doing, oh, you're like, huh, that's where I want to go because you, <laughs> you're basically making an experiment and you're tweaking the variables, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, he is a scientist, by the way. And let me sh let me share one unique experience I have with Luca. Luca's mom, she shared Luca's doodle drawings where he was putting all his imagination like, hey, what if we were doing this or what if this can be a real game? And I was like, well, if you think this way, if you have that creativity where you can put it on pen and pencil on paper, you can bring the same creativity in coding. And that is exactly where I'm seeing Luca, you know, putting all of his ideas together and bringing that into step-by-step -step process. And that's where you just said the right word, scientist. Luca is a computer scientist, in my in my opinion. Thanks, Amy. <laughs> Thanks Aww. Oh, this is like, this is such a sweet moment. Okay. All right. So besides the favorite part, how about what's been the most challenging part of learning how to code? Oh, I already know. <laughs> it's been sure been like vectors, like doing vectors. That was like, <laughs> like not only are like coding challenging, but they're also like mathematically challenging. And I'm just like, I, I, I watched a Khan Academy video and I was just like, what, what are these? And I'm like pinpointing them is also really hard. So like for me and Amy, it took like, for me, it took a, a bunch of lessons to actually understand, like really hard. Yeah. What was the aha moment? Like that light bulb where it finally made sense. Do you remember when, what that felt like? Well, actually, I think one lesson where we were doing it, I think it was when we had a, like 
some variable equals vector sub dot subtract and then parentheses something like that and then like amy explained to me how like it subtracts it and like the pinpoint on like the x-axis and the y-axis and then i started to understand how to like pinpoint the movements so it sounded like it took a lot of just trying it and visualizing it over and over again right so the, let me tell you the background about that because it is not taught in school luca is mm -hmm. doing above and beyond of his grade in coding so now we are talking about ap course ap concepts and at that time luca was what sixth grader luca if i'm not mistaken uh, i think no i think it was fifth grade fifth grader yeah. So, and and a student is reaching to AP level, a concept, but he's not giving up. So that was something what it was driving me as a teacher that, hey, he has perfect capacity and desire to understand. So it's all right if I do the same concept for four lessons or four times and different, different games and different, different scenario, but it's all right one day one moment will come where it's going to go and get absorbed so that is where that is where that aha moment took place yeah and it it takes persistence right yes yes yeah absolutely on both sides on student and teacher and that's where i say this is a perfect combination of student teacher and i enjoy luca as much as he's enjoying classes <laughs> yeah really awesome yeah he's a really good coder so it helps me a lot Oh, yes. And the key is not just being a really good coder, but like being a good coding instructor is learning how to explain it, right? Yeah. Because my husband's a really good coder, but if I ask him to explain it, it's so hard for him. <laughs> or for example, I was, this is a bit of a tangent. I ran into a kid who does Rubik's Cube challenges and timing, and I was asking him to break it down and explain how it works. And she's like, well, you just do this. And I'm like, what? And I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? What? What is this? <laughs> One of my friends can solve it under a minute, and um, it's really cool. He explained it to me, and he's just like, well, there was this video it showed me, and you have to make like a daisy kind of. And I'm just like, really? And that was like, and then he actually started to explain it to me, and I start to understand. So now it takes me like maybe ten minutes to solve. So. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it makes a difference because I yeah. then asked his dad and his dad was able to explain it to me way better. So yeah. that's like a special skill set as well. Now, just reflecting on all that time, how have you seen yourself grow in your coding skills? So if you like look back to that first time you started working with Ami all the way to now, like what are you the most proud of, of how you've grown? I think at the beginning, I was a little confused about how to transition what it was asking me to do into code. Right. So it asked me, like, bring like the digital apple to the digital basket with the character. Right. And then at the beginning, it was really hard for me to fully understand because there was like a little bit of algorithms. But now I can like break down the question and I can like do individual parts one at a time. So, like, first the hero moves to get the apple, then the character moves to the basket and then he puts it in the basket. So now it's much easier for me to like break down the question and solve the problem. Oh my gosh, you're basically doing computational thinking, which is so important. Yeah. It's really cool. Like recently I made like a two-digit calculator, which is really awesome. And like a year or two ago, I thought I that was like out of this world. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think like you're saying you want to be a particle scientist and those projects are like years long, right? Yeah. Those research and it, it looks really intimidating at first, but if you, like you said, chunk it down, break it down into pieces. Mm -hmm. You can conquer yeah. anything, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Absolutely. And also when we are doing those projects and I'm talking about, especially uh, recently we are working on Ozaria and those exploration projects are giving bigger picture to Luca when we are talking about how does, you know, certain system works, how, what is the role of, you know, hardware and software and how does networking work? And so those things are putting all the pieces together that, oh, when I do this, this is what it's happening. And certain devices are working because of this voiceover technology is working because of this kind of algorithm. So now everything, what Luca has learned, now we are bringing it to the, so like we are completing the whole circle, you know, and I, I see that Luca recently started learning Lua because he's excited for Roblox. Yeah, so. we're excited. We're excited that you're excited. <laughs> so now that I'm learning Lua, I can start making like games on Roblox. And I think that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. I'm, not, I'm not like really good at Lua, but I know at least like a little bit of the basics. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of the things that you learn in the other languages, probably it's very similar. Like a loop is a loop. Yeah. Like the main ideas are just similar. Like the syntax may not be similar, but the main ideas are like really close together. Awesome. Yeah, I agree. Like once you learn one language, it's a lot easier to learn the next couple, right? Yeah. Now, Ami, what would you say has been the biggest growth for Luca in his coding ability? Luca has shown uh, the kind of progress path. I would say there are very few students of mine who are, who are self-learner and self-motivators. And Luca is one of them. Because when he sees the problem, when he reads uh, like what exactly are the goals, he automatically starts thinking what kind of strategy can be used? What kind of loops can be used? How do I make those things like in a short amount of time or still I meet all the goals and I reach to success. And that capacity is, I feel, because of a couple of years of experience of working on algorithm building, it's, it's coming naturally to Luca when he sees the problem. So that is a huge advantage to Luca. When I see Luca as a tech leader of his high school or, you know, guiding other students or peers and his classmates on robotics class or, you know, winning those competitions on science. So because he has that kind of adaptability and problem solving skills acquired throughout this experience, I see sky is the limit for Luca. Sky is also a small word. I, I would say universe is the limit. The universe is the limit. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How's it feel to hear that, Luca? It's really like <laughs> awe-inspiring. <laughs> well, I love how you guys, it seems like you're inspiring each other, which is yeah. an awesome relationship. So you said years. Ami, how long have you all been working together? So Luca started with me in the middle of pandemic. I'm talking about right when we started, it was May. Uh, 2021, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, yeah. yeah. And that's when we started. And since that day, we are continuing, we are going, even though with yeah. the rapid speed, with all the curves, you know, <laughs> we've been through. There you go, Luca. Luca knows the, the resilience the, to the new challenges, what Luca has shown, it's marvelous because uh, sometimes seeing something bigger than your capacity makes you nervous makes sometimes I've seen student they are they about to quit that hey I this is not something for me because this is too difficult and during those special times I reminded Luca that you know we are together in this journey if you're not successful that means I'm also not successful so when we are together 
you don't have to worry about. We will go through together, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I agree. And it sounds like, I mean, you're only in sixth grade. Who knows what you're going to work on next? So let's delve a little bit into that. Like, how do you think you'll use code in the future? And let's break it down a little bit. How do you think you're going to use code in the future from now until you graduate high school? And then let's, after that, explore beyond. So for now, what do you think you're going to work on? What are you excited about working on with code? Well, I think coding will be like really interesting for school, right? Like, let's see if I had, like Amy said, like robotics, it'll be really cool in a competition because like I can like help other students with, let's just say like coding classes. So if they need help with, I don't know, making something, I'll always be there. Then also like in robotics, I, I know how to like move the arm of the robot, make it move like left to right and like connect it all. Cool. And how about the particle scientist piece? What got you interested in that? Do you see code playing a role in in you pursuing that career? Well, I don't know about like particle science, but I think so. Like, I think like engineering something will like take some code, right? Like, let's just say you need like a gear or something, right? You maybe need like gears to connect with code. Yeah, cool. And what are like some projects you could imagine that you'd be doing with code outside of robotics? Like, imagine yourself maybe in college or after college what's your dream I think like hmm I don't know <laughs> it's I don't know making like maybe making like a cool video game or something like to explain like science maybe something like that there you go let me tell you one experience let me remind you Luca's mom shared a Luca's doodle on immune cell and immune system and when I was looking at that I felt like what if there's a game which is, you know, making it fun to learn the immune cell. Yeah, like whole combat with coding. <laughs> exactly, you know. <laughs> so then we talked about it and I was like, Luca, have you ever thought about that? Uh, what if we have this kind of fun learning kind of games like immune cells or any complex science topics yeah. can be learned throughout gamified way, you know? So Luca, what were your thoughts on it? I just thought it would be like really cool to explore how the immune system would like fight off like a virus or something like that. Mm-hmm. That would be really fun. Like if you could play yeah. the virus or you could play the. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. Like you can play like the immune system, like you need the cells for the energy. You need like cells and then you take the energy of the cells and then you build like a, a macrophage, which is basically the soldier. And then maybe like a tutorial to explain the process for you. So like, then you could like fight viruses and then maybe at some point you could be the virus and then you could try to destroy the body. <laughs> Whoa, like, yeah, yeah that'd be yeah. really cool. Cause it would be a two versions of the same yeah. game. Okay, I'm getting excited. Well, Luca, I basically you're gunning for my job, <laughs> but no, 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 I'm kidding. <laughs> What's cool is, I don't know if you know, so it sounds like you guys have delved into esports too, but mm-hmm. one of the champions of AI league in the past is now an intern at our company. Really? So yes, yeah. His name's Valent and he's been really contributing. He's helped us build the next arena for esports. So really? like, oh yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. How's esports been like with Ami and, and competing in, in our AI league? Well, it's been really cool. Like sometimes I would build like a strategy in the class and we would do it and she would help me a little bit. Or sometimes I would just do it out of the class and I would just like build a strategy and then next class we, I would just show her that I was just like... I have this really cool strategy where I just 
go in a circle around the enemy and then I like trap them right and then I would ask her what she thought about that yeah so the improvement of the strategy happens in the class many times. And then so we can go and progress up on the leaderboard. And then what else can be done? What are the other things? What he Luca already learned, we can bring it into esports. Those kind of discussion also takes place in the class that how we can make our game better or how we can compete better to other coders. And what Luca found out earlier that, hey, I have to be consistent. I have to log into esports almost every day and play or compete. If I don't do that, then my rank goes down. So I was like, okay. Yeah, so you have to, you have to, it's not really about how many, um, like your score, it's about how many games really that you win. Mm -hmm. Right, and that increases your score and you get higher on the leaderboard, right? So you have to, you have to be there on like all the times you can get it, like keep on pushing it up. Yes. Yeah. You'll see if you keep competing, like our top two contenders. So one of them, Valent, he's our intern and Shining Lies was like up against them and they would keep sneakily submitting their code because they didn't want the other person to see their strategy. Right. And so I like that. It's really going to play into your strengths because it's about persistence. Right. It's about like constantly going, well, what if I try this? I'm going to try an experiment. So that's really cool that you're you're getting involved with that. And hey, maybe down the road, you'll also be one of our interns. <laughs> yeah. 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 Now, just to wrap things up, like think all the way back to when you just like discovered code combat and you were like, hey, this sounds like fun. What would you say to someone who wants to learn how to code? What should they do first? I, I guess I would tell them that failure is part of the process. And that like coding is all about failing and learning from your mistakes. And I think that if you you aren't making like a lot of mistakes, that maybe you aren't like trying a different way, right? Because you always want to be trying something new, right? And you can always learn from the mistakes you make. I love like a better way, a more efficient way to do this, right? A faster way to do that. And I'd actually say that like Code Combat or Zarya is like a really good way, great place to learn the basics of coding because they like teach you like, they teach you how to make loops, if statements, conditionals. And it's really cool that, and it's it's fun too. It's not like they're just like, uh, they're really like putting you into it, right? And I think like also like esports and AI leagues is also like a great place to like test yourself against other people. So you can like test your skills, test your metal. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for all that advice and glad yeah. you're enjoying us. I mean, clearly we need to make more content for you because you're about to play through all of ours. And I agree. I'm going to say that too. My father-in-law says you have to fail like a hundred ways at something to really figure it out. Yeah. To really understand. Yes. To really understand and also to innovate. Like you're not going to know until you try something new. So I love that you have that mindset. Now, how about you, Ami? What advice would you give to someone who's interested in becoming a coding instructor, going into CS education? Where should they start? What should they do? We hired a team of instructors who are coming from different, different backgrounds, even grad students, and they have desire, like strong force for teaching. And Code Combat, how we have developed the curriculum, how we have developed entire training, and how we are giving them, you know, step-by-step training and assisting the new teacher with onboarding, that builds super confidence in them. 
I have seen our instructor, you know, growing through code combat and experiencing from that one-on-one, you know, classroom and then thriving through their uh, other careers, which is like a, a technology concentration. And that is just amazing to see that code combat is not only helping students, but as well as the teachers. Oh, that's really great to hear. I agree. Like the two of you, how you're inspiring each other. I yeah. think being in education, that's, that's the, that's what keeps me going. It's just, I'm always learning like today from you, Luca, from other people, just working with students, working with teachers. So I'm glad you guys get to continue this relationship. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you, Luca is a very wise student of mine. I call him wise soul. He's super empathetic at heart. And his resilience to new thing is a kind of student, which is like an ideal student every teacher would like to have. And at the same time, his communication skills, the self-awareness and that solution-minded approach to entire learning is just, it's, it's just outstanding. It serves him the best. And at the same time, it inspires any teacher. So when I'm not available, then if any substitute teacher is there with Luca, they gave me the same kind of feedback. They said, this is just amazing to see him work. It's like a student-centered kind of learning. He is, you know, taking that path and, and showing the progress. And if he's stuck, he will ask. So then that just entire journey of Luca, it just gave me the newer perspective that how student-centered learning through Zoom, through online medium is possible. You know, it's not just in the classroom, but now the learning has shifted and the world is changing. And through Zoom, even we can make that kind of student-centered learning. Yeah. Awesome. Do you have any last words, Luca? Well, yeah, you got to be like on me. You have to be like, she's really patient and she's a great coder and she's good at explaining. And I think she's just really like really nice too. He's really <laughs> awesome. Learn a lot. Yeah, I agree. You need to be nice. That's like a very kind instructor and circle back to patience, right? You got to be patient. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. I sure learned a lot and all the best with your coding adventures together. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thanks for listening to EdTech Adventures. Please subscribe to catch more of our episodes and leave a review to support the show. For more resources and info, visit us at codecombat.com slash podcast. I'm your host, Charlotte Chang. We'll see you on our next learning adventure.